When you're searching for graduate jobs, you'll hear a lot from employers about how important diversity, equality and inclusion are to them, and rightly so. Well, let's find out what they really mean by that in this episode of Future You. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects, here to help you achieve your career goals. I'm Dan Mason and in this episode we're talking about diversity, equality and inclusion. Now pretty much all graduate employers that you look at during your job search will have a slogan around this topic, probably a page or a few pages on their website and a strategy that you can read. But what does that all actually mean for you when you join an organisation as a new recruit? I spoke to Barbara Carlyle from Arcadis to find out in more detail about what a large graduate employer's commitment to diversity and inclusion really involves and what difference it can make to both yourself as the graduate and the business as a whole uh, to have a diverse workforce with opportunity for all, regardless of your background. This is a really interesting conversation with Barbara. I hope you find it useful. Let's get started. I'm Barbara Carlyle. I work for Arcadis and I've been with the business for about 10 years and I'm currently the Head of Equality for the UK and Ireland. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for joining me. Um, before we get into the detail of, of your role and of equality, diversity, inclusivity, um, just as for a bit of context, could you just give us a bit of an introduction to Arcadis, what, what the organisation does? Uh, and why it's a why it's a, an employer that graduates might be interested in? Yes, certainly. So Arcadis, it seems a, a name that doesn't mean a lot to many people in terms of what is Arcadis, but actually it's a huge uh, global company actually delivering sustainable um, design and engineering and consultancy on everything to do with the natural and built environment. Mm-hmm. So we've got about 28,000 people across 70 plus countries. Uh, And I obviously work in the UK and Ireland, but we've got colleagues across the world who focus on what their clients need and what the end consumer um, actually wants from from the built environment. So it can be anything from parks to... Um, sewage systems to hospitals to schools to airports it's absolutely phenomenal the amount of things that go on in the business and I am learning new things every single day mm. I work for Arcadis behind the scenes I sit in the enabling functions and you know what's great about Arcadis is that they value those people who support the client facing people to deliver for our clients so, you know, whether you're doing learning and development or um, accounting or uh, marketing and comms, we're all led to see ourselves as working towards one clear purpose, which is to improve the quality of life. And that really does drive um, engagement and um, an interest, a personal interest in doing your best at work. And so coming on to then one of the ways that you as a graduate employer look to um, attract new recruits is through this um, proud to be me principle that you state um, on your website 
and in your in your recruitment uh, material. Could you just explain to us what that means, what that slogan means, uh, and give us a sense um, as we get into this subject? What why is equality, diversity, inclusivity, and you know, um, let me know which terms exactly you would use. Why that's important to the business? I think what I'd like to say first of all is about the proud to be me tagline Mm. you know I'm really proud that that phrase actually came from someone in one of our um, inclusion networks within the UK and it 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 aims to really encapsulate everything about being an Arcadian so I believe unfortunately many other people in the business believe that you need to be proud of being yourself before you can be proud of being an Arcadian and for us the business needs to ensure that everyone has that opportunity to be themselves at work and so that's why we use in the UK the um, slogan proud to be me and you know this actually means not trying to be someone you're not doing what you know is right for you in the context of a great performance um, that actually benefits clients and communities that you work with It means that you're proud to speak up if you see something that doesn't align with our values uh, and if you see behaviours that you think could be improved, it's important to speak up. And, you know, if you're proud to be you, then you can do things creatively. If you've got a creative flair, you can do things thoughtfully. If you've got that thoughtful angle to your personality, you can do things like slightly crazy if you (laughs) or you know, put forward ideas that are different to everybody else in the room. Mm. And that's what we mean by proud to be, proud to be me. Um, And you asked me uh, quite rightly, you know, what we use in terms of uh, the inclusion agenda. And it changes, but, uh, you know, depending on the flavour of the month. But we've come to the conclusion globally that we want to describe um, our employee experience and culture as being about celebrating inclusion, diversity, it is about belonging, and it's also about equity, about people having fair and equal opportunities to progress their careers and do exciting projects. So um, we're launching a new strategy in the autumn that brings together the great work that has gone on in different regions and countries of Arcadis um, and pulling that into one coherent strategy so that wherever you're based, so you could be somebody in the UK, but you've worked abroad. Um, you might be sent on a short or a medium term, or you might opt to go on a, a short or medium term assignment. Uh, and so it's it's that giving that consistency of employee experience, regardless of where you're located, and enabling people to be themselves wherever they are. For me, if you don't have diversity, then we don't maximise the opportunity for creative thinking because we don't want groupthink. Um, if we don't have inclusion, then those who have those alternative fresh ideas just remain silent and we miss out opportunities. If you don't have equity, then you see people who are not loud, not in the in crowd, overlooked. And you lose out on potential fantastic talent because not everybody's an extrovert. In fact, you know, a lot of people are introvert. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that they should not have the same opportunities as extroverts. And 
if we don't believe in belonging, then we don't get the trust from people and you're just there to do a job and leave. We don't want that. We want people to feel that they belong to our Arcadis family. And you, you mentioned the um, the strategy there that you're bring, pulling yeah. these things together. How would you characterise, um, so firstly, progress that Arcadis has made in these areas to date? And then also, is it something that you have... Um, firm commitments targets um you know other numbers percentages that you're looking at uh, in for the future is, is is that part of how you approach this yes i think there's the old adage isn't there if you don't measure it doesn't get done mm. or it gets done if you measure it you know it's so uh, it's i think we always need to be accountable and whether metrics is the best way to account for something i am uh Still debating that in my head. I think sometimes it's good to have metrics, but we need to look at it in a rounded way. So uh, the first part of your question was about uh, have we achieved anything to date? And I would say, you know, I'm very proud of the things we've achieved over the last five years in the UK. Things like changing our maternity and paternity policies, introducing a transitioning at work policy, Um, changing our private medical insurance to ensure that everybody had fair access to some of the benefits, which hadn't been the case before. We've set up affinity groups so that if you uh, identify um, or have a passion in a particular area, you can connect with those individuals who may well be in a very different part of the business. And bringing people together to celebrate difference has been really important to us. And sponsoring things like pride marches where we give uh, time and space to the pride organizers for free and do pro bono work around charities so there's lots of things we've done but as the head of equality and a bit of an activist I always believe there's a lot more we can do Hmm. and I think this is where we've got the global strategy coming into play which brings the best of every part of our regional uh, businesses together to say, right, so this is the best now, where do we want to get to? And for that, you sometimes do need to put a price on it, put a metric to it. So we've said one of our metrics is um, we want uh, 38% of our workforce to be women in technical roles. So our workforce is 38%, we have 38% of our workforce is women, mm-hmm. but actually they're not all in technical roles. So this is where we see a dip and there's an opportunity for us to enhance um, the number of women we have in our business who are from a technical uh, background. We have introduced in the UK um, an ethnicity pay gap, which isn't a statutory requirement yet, but we feel that we need to reflect the desires of our people to know that if you're from an ethnicity and heritage perspective, is there a pay gap? Um, So we've been quite open and transparent about that. We have our audits, independent audits, where external people come in and talk to our people through focus groups, surveys, one-to-ones, to explore if what we think we're delivering in the strategy is actually being delivered on the ground. And I'm also really proud of the, the leadership in the UK and Ireland in particularly, is very committed to learning and growing and changing. So I think the proof is in the pudding, isn't it, Dan? Mm. You need evidence that you've changed. And that evidence often comes through our employee engagement surveys, where we look at 
whether people feel that they're being treated fairly, whether people feel they're having meaningful work, whether people feel that their co-workers listen to the, are willing to listen to different points of view. What else do we ask? We ask about, you know, the appetite to leave. <laughs> if people are not interested in recommending Arcadis as a great place to work, then that's a massive flag for us. So there is a lots of soft metrics like that that aren't about putting a figure on the number of women in the business that actually are probably more meaningful, meaningful to us. Yeah. And that evidence base is probably part of the answer to the next question, actually. But as I'm, I'm sure you'll know that students, graduates who are looking for jobs and they're, you know, they're scanning through all these different graduate schemes, different employers, um, they'll hear this kind of message a lot at the moment, oh, yeah. especially they'll hear, you know, employers with different slogans, different ways of putting it, but a lot of stuff about diversity and equality and inclusivity, as we've been talking about. How do you differentiate? How do you make those things a reality? Obviously, you've just been saying, you know, you can provide them with that evidence of what you've been doing at Arcadis. But what are the positive practical steps that someone joining Arcadis would notice um, that ensures it's not just slogans, it is, you know, it is reality? Yeah, it's quite a difficult one to answer, Dan, Hmm. because I haven't been onboarded as an Arcadian for the last 10 years. But (laughs) rumour has it, (laughs) (laughs) rumour has it by the fantastic people who look after our graduates and um, apprentices when they they join us, is that our whole onboarding experience is based around um, their needs. Mm. And one of my goals as the head of equality has always been to integrate my passion for equality into everything we do within the business so that onboarding experience should have diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging values and behaviours and processes and systems embedded within it. So it's you don't say, oh, look, I'm now going to be looking at inclusion. It's just that feel you get from the totality Mm. of the way we arrange that onboarding. Uh, and a little thing might be, for example, um, graduates getting a buddy. Graduates have, uh, and this might be something that other businesses offer, but it's those like little tiny um, moments that matter. You know, yeah. reconnecting in with a, your graduate support manager, having a forum for graduates to come together, having opportunities for as as an individual to excel, um, and having a very clear program of where you're going to get to. We have things that, you know, as a graduate on day one, you can come and join um, one of our core training programs around um, what we call Expedition DNA. So there's no barrier to furthering your skills and competencies alongside working with the other graduates on the graduates program. We have, you'll be part of our employee experience um, and we can, we can analyze by the length of time and your age so we can get a sense of whether graduates are feeling they're part of our Arcadis family or whether there's an area of focus for us. Um, We have communities of practice for technical specialisms so that as a graduate you can engage and share your views with long-standing employees again in a very safe environment Um, you know so it's that ability for you to speak up from day one on the things that you're passionate about whether they're technical or emotional or more personal 
And, you know, we get um, opportunities to, for graduates to come together. And it might be where we put a challenge to graduates to say, come and come and look at one of our challenges in a different way and proactively mm. saying your diversity and different perspective is what is going to make the difference here and really nurturing that sense of individuality. And I think um, you mentioned early on in that answer about processes. Um, and one, one of the things you, that I, I read on the website is about, um, and again, it's something that a lot of employers will have, but there's a zero tolerance um, for any kind of discrimination, harassment, inappropriate behavior, that kind of thing. What does that mean in practice for someone who's just joined Arcadis, new to the company? What what sort of support are they getting if they experience any of those things? What are the processes there What in, in order to make them feel safe and secure at work? I think the first thing I'd say on that is that I'm not naive enough to think that that would never happen. Um, and I, there will be at times when poor behaviours of others lead to a sense uh, or perception of discrimination, mm. harassment or inappropriate behaviour. And we've spent the last several years working really hard with our managers so those people who have direct line manager responsibility for graduates to help them to be inclusive leaders and inclusive managers. So reducing the likelihood that they can't listen and respond appropriately. We have, so we've trained our managers to accept that not everything will be perfect or may be perfect and to take every concern seriously and not just say oh well it's just the way we roll here it's definitely not the way we roll we have our affinity network so if people wanted to connect in and and talk to people there confidentially we have an employee assistance program we have mental health first aiders but coming back to the reality of how in an ideal world somebody would be able to raise that it would be through your line manager uh, with the support of HR and what we have in Arcadis is leaders who have I'm not going to say an open door because it's not really an open door but it's leaders are approachable so we have a big um, reverse mentoring program I uh, know a lot of leaders who mentor early career people and listen and take on board what the hearing, and that's not around specifically harassment and discrimination, but it's more around those little unconscious biases or systemic barriers. So there's a very open ear from our leadership in Arcadis to hear how people are experiencing. But we do have very stringent procedures to help and support people through any experience of unfair treatment. And just moving that on then, we've we've spoken so far about equality and diversity in terms of recruitment of graduates and onboarding Um, obviously that's not something that's only important in early careers it's something that um, when someone joins Arcadis they'll need to know that opportunities will be there for them regardless of their background in terms of their longer term career progression as well Um, and it's about the business being more diverse in more senior roles what can you tell us about how Arcadis um, um, look at that sort of thing in terms of the longer term career progression we listen very carefully to what our people are saying about their experiences of career progression 
And that can be directly from their manager through the employee engagement survey or through direct conversation with Affinity Network members or with senior leaders. So when we hear that people don't feel that it's a fair and open process, we do spend a lot of time and energy and effort reaching out back in to our people to say, what is it exactly that isn't working for you? And we, you know, as I indicated before, we may well recruit a third party to look at our processes Hmm. in an independent way to then feed back to us and say what is is and isn't working. And personally, I feel we've taken great strides over recent years in the UK to make our processes really fair and equitable. But processes are only part of the journey. It's the behaviours that go with the processes. So we've had um, leadership training, um, ongoing training on really understanding and how you can be biased unconsciously. Mm. when making decisions so helping leaders and managers go through that experience of what happens if you make a rash decision or a decision quickly because you think that person will fit in and asking managers to always question themselves what do you mean by fit in what are you looking for have you got divert so to take a proactive stance on looking at the diversity of their teams and so looking at all of that as a whole and Perhaps I'll ask you firstly whether you agree with this and then and then to follow on from that. It's about embedding a culture across um, the business among all employees of equality, of diversity and of inclusivity and belonging as well you mentioned. It's not about imposing things from above. Would, would you agree with that? It's not about um, things from above, but I do think there needs to be accountability of leaders yeah. So tracking and monitoring is critical. Diversity dash we, we call them diversity dashboards so that leaders mm. can see at a glance where they're doing well to celebrate with the people and when they're not doing so well. So I do think it isn't about opposing things from above, but it is about accountability of leaders. Yeah. For sure. And I think, you know, it's also about engaging with people from the ground up to encourage them to challenge us in the you know, to challenge and celebrate with us because we do some fantastic things um, together. So it is about that openness, having an open culture. And perhaps then you've mentioned celebrating um, fantastic things that you do. Perhaps just sum up finally, um, given that successes that you've, I know you've mentioned obviously that there's, there's still work to do, but obviously you, you, you're proud of, of where Arcadis has got so far. Sum up for us why graduates should or students and graduates should look at Arcadis as a, as a positive um, potential employer um, given what we've been talking about today? If I put myself in a graduate's shoes I would want to know that the business I go forward with is one that will value me as an individual and allow me to flourish as myself to bring those skills and competencies I have for the benefit of clients but also be willing to invest in me and nurture my quirkiness yeah. and celebrate that. And I think that's what Arcadis allows its graduates and apprentices and everybody to do. Um, for me, if I was a graduate, I would want to be able to, uh, it's very cliched, but I want to get out of bed in the morning and know I had a purpose for the day. 
and that whatever I did, whether I was in the enabling functions, in a an assistant PM role, in a an account leader role, that I was contributing to the bigger, greater good around societal benefit. Because sometimes on a day to day, the minutiae of what we do can feel like it gets lost mm. in the ether. So I think keeping that connection between what you do on a day to day and the greater good and the way you benefit society is something that you can feel when you come to Arcadis. One, because of the type of projects that we do, and we don't do projects that don't align with our sustainability ambitions at mm. all. We're quite clear on that. And the range of projects that we do and the teams, the diverse teams, you will sometimes be challenged because dynamic, diverse teams can be homogenous once they've gelled and grown together, but there's always a period of wondering, wow, am I thinking in the right way? And you are thinking in the right way. You're just thinking differently to everybody else. And once that's when you get a sense that that is accepted, then that's a really great place to come and flourish. Fantastic. That's a a brilliant positive note to end on. Uh, Barbara, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Dan. Thanks once again to Barbara for that insight and hopefully that's been useful for you in unpicking the details of the kind of thing employers really mean when they talk about their diversity and inclusion strategies and how that impacts you as a new graduate or a new recruit in the organisation. Now don't forget to search for graduate jobs with employers like Arcadis. Head to prospects.ac.uk where you can also find lots of careers advice, job profiles, case studies and much more. And you can follow and listen to Future You on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts or on prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts where a transcript of this episode will also be available. Finally, you can get in touch with any comments, feedback or suggestions for the show. Just email podcast at prospects.ac.uk. That's all for this episode. Thanks again for listening and I'll speak to you soon.